Metallica, here they come, the kings of metal. Guys, I'm right here, and you're listening to Metal Up Your Podcasts. Welcome to Middle of Your Podcast. I'm Ethan Luck. And I'm Clint Wells. And Paul Moak. Paul Moak is, is here. here yeah. oh We're at HQ1. Paul Moak is in the house wearing a Def Leppard t-shirt. Cut off, hey. might I add. It's hot out there, people. It did is you hot. cut it yourself? What's it to you? <laughs> I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah. Or, or did you go to some fancy store? They like cut No, it I cut it myself. <laughs> I was at a birthday party last night and a, a kind of a hip party with nice hip people. Ooh. I don't know how I got there. And I met a really nice lady who was wearing a Ride the Lightning t-shirt. And we had, I had at some point, I said, are you wearing the shirt? Or are you wearing the shirt? Yeah. <laughs> Turns out she was just wearing the shirt. Ooh. Yeah. I hate when people just wear the shirt. So did you, did you do the, how many songs can you name? I didn't do that. I, yeah. I, I didn't want to embarrass her. Yeah. yeah. She would have failed the test. Uh, the other day, I met someone that is working as an A&R person at a label that could not name me five Beatles songs. Wow. What? Wow. Which I feel like if you're going to do the Beatles, it should be name me 20 Beatles Absolutely. songs. Absolutely. Name me, all of, name me right. 55 Beatles songs. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, let's just go ahead. Ethan, name five Beatles songs. Okay. Uh, so I was standing there. Okay. Yesterday. Let It Be. Ticket to Ride. Uh, Octopus's Garden. All right. You name five wow. different ones. Five different ones? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the pre- this is where I crash and burn. This is where I crash and burn. Please please me. Yep. Um, the long and winding road. Okay, I like the variety here. Yesterday, did you yeah. say yesterday? I did, yeah. Oh, oh, did you? Shit. Yeah. Uh, hey Jude. Okay. Uh, Revolution. Okay. Mm. Revolution number nine. You can name that. That counts. That's right. Okay. He right. I'm gonna go get back. Strawberry mm. fields forever. Penny Lane. Rain. You're gonna lose that girl. You're going six, aren't you? Oh, did I do six? Yeah. No, that oh. was five. You just did five. Oh. But see, here's the deal. You have that thing in your brain, because I, I listened to the podcast where you guys were naming names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have this thing oh, where that. you're just like so far ahead of the spectrum. I forgot about that when we were just saying names. Yeah. <laughs> I was I legitimately amazed at how fast you could go from- We did something else similar last week, too, on the Anthrax We did a thing so. last week where we were like <laughs> taking Metallica songs and using them conversationally. Oh, it was like puns oh, yeah. or whatever, yeah. Like, because I was like, dude, because he was like, you know, I've been, uh, you were like, I've been hitting the thing. I was like, you need to hit the lights. That's yeah. right. And ride the lightning to the master of puppets so we can finally, once and for all, have injustice for all. Well, only after you ask the Phantom Lord. Right. Well, yeah. of course. No remorse here. Exactly. You're right in front of me. <laughs> I can clearly see you're trapped under ice. Right. I'm trying to escape. <laughs> oh Maybe jump in the fire. Well, once you escape, then you can truly seek and destroy. Well, when you put it that way and you ask the God that failed, you don't really have a lot of options. It, it's a true struggle within. 
Look, I don't want to be the fixer, but we got to get back to the episode. <laughs> Hell yeah. And that's why we like Paul. Well, so if you guys don't know who Paul Moke is, that's insane, first of all, because not yeah. only is he our guest, he is a he is our honorary third host. He absolutely is, yeah. We, how many episodes have we done together? Maybe 10? I really don't know. Probably about that. He's a fixture at the Metal Group Podcast anniversary parties. Yeah. Uh, HQ4 is actually his studio. We We've have done a, several... a t-shirt dedicated to him. We, I'm, that I'm currently wearing. Yep. Hello, YouTubers. You can see it over there. We've done episodes at HQ4 without Paul. That's true, yeah. <laughs> just hanging, I was really bummed about that, actually. Hanging out at yeah. his studio. There's nights where it's like we just want to get out of our respective HQs, and I hit up Paul. I'm like, hey, can we use the vinyl room? So he's a great friend of ours, and he's a wonderful songwriter, producer, a musician. I knew him as a guitar player a million years ago, and then he became one of the coolest producers in town. I'm still learning how to do that. No big deal. I have modeled HQ1 after Smokestack. Right. I was going to say, I, this is all new, and I love... You like the guitars? Yes. Hanging up? Thank it's you. amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> now, what yeah. we're going to do today, we've been talking about for a long time, and it's our unload episode. And we have to actually tell the origin story of why it's unload. <laughs> we will. We will get there. Now, since the dawn of Metal Up Your Podcast, we've been asked when we're... Because it's one of the biggest questions in the Metallica universe, which is, if Load and Reload could be put into one album, what would the songs be? Right. And I like both out al- this is gonna be hard for me because I like almost everything on both albums. Yes, yeah. And I think they're both perfectly fine. But it's a fun thought experiment. It yes. totally is, yeah. And we're kind of we hover deeply in the Bob Rock era. Yeah. We're all I know he's a big hero of yours. We've loved the load reload sauce and garage ink, mm-hmm. of course the black album. That's your favorite Metallica record. Yep. Right, and we'll refer you to our last episode we did with Paul, which was a whole commentary on the Black Album. One of uh, our Paul was in, most fun in good form that night. <laughs> oh, gosh. Paul left his seat a few times. Wasn't that at the time the longest episode? Uh, I think I think close? you and Jay Weinberger about a, like a two or three minute difference. There was a moment where it was during the bridge of Through the Never where Paul got so excited he stood up. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. That could happen tonight. We don't yeah. know. There could be some firsts tonight. I don't know. I'm ready for it. Well, before we get into the segment, and Paul's going to, later, he's going to explain this whole unload deal. He, I got to say, Paul, he asked us, and he didn't even need to ask us, he's getting a production credit on this episode, because it was Love his it. idea, his method, and uh, he's, he even brought a whiteboard. We're going to be... An actual whiteboard. You YouTubers will see it here. Very is it and fair? it's important to say, you guys haven't seen it yet. We're going to We haven't seen it. it. We have not seen it. I don't know what's going to be the on The only it. thing I've seen is the back of the whiteboard, and Paul pulled out three different colored markers. Yes. This is going to be like 25 pictures of dicks. <laughs> Just all different kinds of dicks that he drew. <laughs> Look, bottom line is people are gonna. There are gonna be people that are gonna get upset tonight. There might even be riots in certain sections we might of New get Jersey. Upset. Who knows? We might the start e- fighting. The again. email segment next week is gonna be okay. Some okay. heated discussion. Well, before we get into it, we got to knock this housekeeping out. We'll try to make it quick. Um, this is episode one twenty six, by the way. This is one twenty six. Yeah. Wow. I'm sorry, I normally intro that, but I was so excited. Paul I'm, was di- here. I'm disappointed, and I'm sorry, and waiting this is for Paul to produce that. We're doing unload with Paul Moke. Uh, that's not even, but our proper episodes because of all the metal tales and all the bonus shit, we're almost at 200 episodes. I know it's pretty insane. Oh, you don't count those in the? This we no. it's, it's just titles. It's like yeah. we, we title official episodes like this, you know, episode 126, whatever. But then the other ones are just metal tales. They're shorter. They're fun. They're like bo- it's like bonus content. Yeah. But it is crazy to go on our back end of of the podcast, you know, where we host it from. And see that we're like whatever one eighty six right now or something. It's yeah. it's, it's a lot crazy. Of, a lot of Metallica talk. Now we put out so much wonderful content. The least you can do out there in Metal Up Your Podcast Land is go leave a positive review on iTunes. It only takes a second. It really We've does. asked people to do it. We got to. We we this doesn't exist in a vacuum, right? Well, time out. Yeah. On iTunes. Oh, what's happening? Okay. iTunes is going away. I'm glad you're here because 
What the fuck is happening with that? Wait, hang on. iTunes All is right. going away like this week. Yes. What? Yes. iTunes is they're they're yeah. they're discontinuing iTunes. Okay, I've heard rumors about this for probably a few years. They're basically forcing consumers to streaming. go to streaming. Yeah. Yes. Is that what it is, Paul? Yeah, basically Oh my god. I know. The, the well what the tricky the tricky point is iTunes and your Apple Music is two different apps on your phone. Mm-hmm. So Apple Music will continue to exist. They're getting rid of the iTunes store. So for anyone that still pays 99 cents to buy a song or 9.99 for an Me? album or whatever. <laughs> Me too. That will no longer be available on the phone. So you can only stream now or have a physical product. So what's going to happen to all the music I have bought? You probably don't realize this, but you already uploaded it to the cloud. Okay. Uh, When I can't remember what version of software it was, but a couple of versions back on the phone, Mm -hmm. everything became cloud-based, so you no longer have it actually on your phone unless you download it from the cloud. I know that. Like I have very little music that's physically on my phone. So you, but I have a lot though. So yeah, you can't buy MP3s anymore. Correct. So what happens when you buy like the new middle class rut album and right. they give you a free digital download? I, I really don't uh, know. Well, the that, that to usually that. when you get a, like or you get a digital download in a vinyl, for instance, those are usually those usually hosted from somewhere else. That's yeah. not usually an iTunes thing. But I'm saying you get an MP3, you put that MP3 into your iTunes app on your phone. That I think you can probably still do that, right? Import stuff into I don't, iTunes. I don't know for sure, but I think what's what, happening. The train of thought I think you should be kind of looking at is moving away from owning any physical... I hate this. I hate, any, I hate any, it so much. Any, everything will be on someone else's server and you'll be streaming it. Okay? I feel like Garth Algar in Waynesboro when he says, we fear change. We fear change. Well, it's all it is is we're literally back to Napster except you're paying a subscription right. and getting quality... Uh, streaming. What do you, as a producer, as a as a guy who your whole life is making music for people to consume? What are you? Do you have any issues with this? Do you feel like it's a good thing? Uh, personally, I feel like the iTunes Store was a a really great band aid to stop the the bleeding of Napster and LimeWire and illegal mm-hmm. downloading. I'm ready to just burn every bridge and get to the other side of what this is, and I think it is streaming. I think that everyone will have a subscription. You know, you paid nine ninety nine a right. month. The money is not the issue because it's still it's still getting paid out. It's artists getting paid that's the issue, right? And we Spotify could do a, is making the money. We could do a whole episode right. on that. Maybe we should. Didn't I? Didn't we, I Why saw, don't we not do? I, what I read do somewhere. Do that. Okay, hey. <laughs> Let's not talk about load or Episode reload at all. Six and a half. I read somewhere where Spotify were giving like all of its CEOs like million dollar bonuses. Yes, yeah. and yet they're suing to stop the bill that yep. will increase publishing for writers by like a cent or something. Correct. If that, yeah. What it's, the fuck? Oh, it's it's super fucked well, up. Well, dude, it's a long conversation. I right here, I'm announcing. Let's do an episode on it. I will come back. It will be really interesting. Yeah, we can all study up. Yeah, yeah, I'd love, I'd love it. I love. I do. I, I do love talking about this. We stuff. can talk about the. There's an act that was passed last year called the Music Moderniz- Modernization Act, right. and that's what Spotify was suing to to stop. Right. Uh, there's a lot of misinformation about that as well. But basically, the whole point being, if artists don't get paid to create, then the art suffers, and Amen. that's mm-hmm. that's where we're at. Amen. 
This also just makes me insanely glad that I bought so much vinyl on this last tour. There you go. Like I, I yeah, you're like supporting been, artists, and you have something physically. Yes. you know what it is. It's like it's becoming protest. Yeah, to I'm buy protesting by buying vinyl. Right. Well, like you know, you and I have been buying a lot of cassettes lately too on the Absolutely. road. Absolutely. I can't go there, I, dude. It's what? Well, you need to buy a, a freaking '90s Forerunner and have a here's, cassette deck. In there but here's the deal: cruising Nashville, listening to whatever. I, I understand the vinyl, and I collect vinyl. You know that. Yeah. yeah. Because sonically, it stands. It's superior. Apart. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I Amen. if you if you were like here's a discman with a discman with, with load on it, it pleases me to use a discman here's a, a cassette discman. with load on it uh, which one or do you want to listen to a cassette to? with reload which I bought for Clint on the yeah road. I'm gonna pick the discman you pick a CD over a cassette you think yes well CDs yeah. CDs do sound better they do but it's less about the fidelity and more about because you're a '90s kid yeah. I mean, you had a Walkman I pres- presumably oh, yeah. many. It's more about just holding it again and getting in right, touch yeah. with it again. Like, yeah. I have an 80s Technics in my B-Rig now with my receiver and my record player, and I've been rocking tapes like a motherfucker. Yeah. Wow. Dude, every time... So, I, I've got a newer car, a Honda Pilot. Um, whenever it's like, oh, i got to go run an air Is real this quick. episode sponsored by a Honda Pilot? Sponsored by uh, Dale Waldrop Honda, Franklin, Tennessee. Uh, I choose to take my older car, which I love, so I can listen to cassettes. It, are, are you talking about HQ3? It's HQ3. Wow. I, I will take HQ3 out only so I can put in <laughs> a cassette. Yeah. And I just, I, I, I think on this tour, like, I, I, I've bought more vinyl on this tour than I have in a long time. And I think I had this, like, reinvigoration of, like, physical format. I've yes. always loved vinyl. I mean, I've got, I just recataloged my entire collection on Discogs, by the way. Wow. Very tedious, but so worth Nerd it. Nerd alert. Nerd alert. I mean, I've got f- about 500 pieces for vinyl. But I've gotten so much more in love with physical format again. Yeah. More so than I have been in the last 20 years. And so it bums me out to hear this stuff about iTunes. Not that there's a physical format involved in that, but it's something that, like, it's a great way to still support an artist and buy a record for 10 bucks, you know? And- yeah, well, but he, here's my argument to that is if you look at vinyl, when did vinyl start? 2003, I think. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Uh, I don't know, probably. 2006. 30s, maybe 20s. Okay. Little phonographs, yeah, yeah. you know, 78s. Okay. And how long did that physical medium last? To like 95. Okay. I mean, it's, it never went away. It never went away. It, it kind of died. died. It, it kind of died. It, it in definitely, the 90s. yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was definitely. It, it was never fully obsolete. Very injured. A la laser. Yes. Right. It was on life support for a while. And so uh, cassettes came out, and no one ever said, you should get a cassette because it sounds better. It was that it's portable. Convenience, yeah. And, yeah, and you can compliance. play it in your car, yeah, sure. which car for a long time was the driving force in you know, FM, AM, radio. Right. Uh, that lasted decades, right? Cassettes? Yeah. I would say two decades. Yeah. By the yeah. 2000s, it was, I mean, cassettes came out in the 80s, probably yeah, late mid, 70s, right. maybe? Mid, no. Uh, Mid eighties. Well, there, there was the eight track. That eight was track seventies. You know, that's coming back. But my my point being, it was a shorter time period than vinyl. Yeah. Okay. Then you have CDs that come out. Right. That let's say let's say that they were mainstream by ninety. Okay. Right. Like completely replacing cassettes. So you got ninety to two thousand five. Yeah. Right. Right. The iTunes. I, the store. iPod killed it. Each yeah. generation of technology. That comes out is getting shorter, yeah. yeah. Because technology is moving at a faster pace, than, it's exponential. Then the industry can keep up, and so I'm really not bummed out about the iTunes Store. I just I feel like streaming could be 
a reverse engineered like it could last as long as vinyl in terms of if you have access to everything all you got to do is stream it and the quality can be as as good as digital can be where do you go from there you know like well probably some shit we haven't thought of i mean a fourth dimension yeah. where try, to, try to explain streaming to a metalhead right. in the bay area in 1983 they're like huh metal what <laughs> fucking metal bro good i guess okay so my final thing and then we can move on is i feel like the last 30 years has been the devaluation of the 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 compensation for art, right? You think that can turn around now? I think that streaming could turn around solely based on the numbers of subscriptions with people's phones, the amount of people that have an iPhone in the world, and that if all those people had a subscription built into their their service plan, mm-hmm. just like Netflix, mm-hmm. right? do you even think about the fact that you're paying $9.99 or $7.99 or whatever it is? No, you just want to be able to watch stuff, and right. it flips over every month. Same thing, if one-tenth of the billion people that have iPhones on this planet had a subscription to Apple Music or Spotify, then the numbers start to really go back up. And I think, I there's, a, so. I think there's people that fight that because they have the, the store. So if the store goes away and people are forced to get into streaming, is that better for the industry Long term, I think so. I hope so. I think the one big difference, and we I guess we can maybe end on this because this is Tangent City right away. Yeah, which I'm sorry. Stu- I'm, no, no, don't apologize. No, I, I think everyone. I'm gonna write a love for Tangent City. Look, I'm, look, I'm, I'm looking ourselves. at the rundown of the show, and we, we're still we on Welcome. Who are we? we yeah, <laughs> exactly. The last thing I'll say is that you know, I, I have Netflix, I have Hulu. The one big difference between something like that and Spotify or Apple Music is, as a musician. We're paying all this money to make a record and promote it and hire a manager and publicist and all this stuff. Um, actors, key grips, directors, all this stuff, they're all getting paid in advance to make this product, and then you put it out on streaming services. Right. Now, imagine if that was how it was with music. Yeah, but it's, but well, but but the people who are eating shit on the film inside, I mean, the produce... In film, the producers are the people who procure funding for movies. Right, they're still taking a big risk, and yeah, so, they're taking a the big risk. The day, but if the it, film industry is suffering from this too, basically, is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if they're maybe suffering as much as the music industry. You're is saying like an actor is different than an artist. Well, who, like an actor, like you know, it, it, let's say they're like, getting paid by the budget to make. Yeah, the film. Like Adam Sandler has like ten thousand Netflix original movies. He probably right. gets paid a grip of money to make these things, right? Right. You know, like a grip of money. A grip. You know how much a grip is? A hundred dollars. Exactly. <laughs> I nailed it. Well, all right, having, let's move on. Having said all of this, go leave us the review on the thing that doesn't exist anymore. Um. <laughs> no, no, okay. <laughs> what thing are you talking about? No, no, iTunes? iTunes. No, I have no. lots of thoughts on that. Here's, here's, my, here's my other question, though, and this has to do with the podcast. If the iTunes store is going away, does that mean that I think there's going to be a podcast. The podcast app remains. It'll still be like it's just in the stream. So I do. So I do think the reviews still carry forth. Well, how about this? This might be our last week telling you to leave (laughs) us a review on iTunes. So go ahead and do it. It doesn't matter anymore. The world's coming to an end. We're all now, if you die. can't go clicky clack your way over to iTunes and leave us a review, what you can do is go to Patreon, which is p a t r e o n dot com slash metal podcast, and get involved. Which Paul's been a patron. Did you not yeah. hear what happened to Patreon this week? Oh shit! Oh, just kidding. They're rolling Patreon into Spotify. Uh, uh, I am a patron, dude. You are. So Paul, we got a very own patrons here sitting here. That's so lovely. 
And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what we're going to give to the patrons. For now, we just want to give a shout out to the new ones we got this week. Patrick Sloan, Gal Eldar. That's Hello, a- it's me, Gal Eldar. <laughs> That's a great name, by the way. From the fourth fleet of the sixth dimension. That's exactly where I was going, thinking about that. You are going to do like a Star Trek thing. It's something like that. Uh, greetings, Earthlings. Greetings, I was Gal Eldar. Like, uh, Gal Eldar. It's me, Gal Eldar. I am the... From the Lothlorian tree I'm a wizard from the seventh level of hell. And Sean Gorman. So you know what? Thank you. Thank you, guys. Good man. Now, here's what we tried to do this week. A very nice man named Tyler offered us free tickets to Slane Castle, which is this... Well, it's already happened as as you're hearing this. Yes, yeah. And uh, we tried to give those tickets away to Patreon, but no one... Uh, it was short notice, and it's in Ireland. It's, uh, yeah. So no one was able to the take road. them. We were able to oh, find man. someone on Instagram who did take them, though. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, we offered it to patrons first. So we do all sorts of shit like that. Yeah. We got free tickets. We offered them to the Patreons. We are definitely giving away... Two free tickets to SNM two on September eighth in San Francisco. Paul's in the running for that. Paul's a patron. You might Dude, win. If Would, you won, and we're literally gonna, we're going to draw a name out of the skull at the vase. end of June. If you won, would you fly out there for it? Yes, and okay. I have one extra ticket, right? Yeah, which means I can take one of you. Well, I'm going to be in Europe, so okay. you have to take Clint. And okay. the day after is my birthday, and the day after that, Dave Matthews Band's playing the same venue. Or Dave. Dave. Yeah, yeah. DMB. <laughs> wow, I'd go see both of those. Yeah, I'm not a huge Dave Matthews band. I feel like get... if you were there with Clint and Clint's excitement, like leaning over, going, "Oh, dude, on this song, blah 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 yeah. blah blah blah." Dude, this is a song How called "Hands Marching." Blah, blah. It's yeah. amazing. They hit a snare for like 27 minutes <laughs> yeah. before the song starts. It's amazing. All right, uh, other stuff in news. What else are we saying in news? Uh, well, this this is actually happening tonight as we're recording this, but it's already happened. Uh, James and Kirk have done the national anthem with the Giants games forever, but. They're doing uh, Game 3 of uh, the NBA Finals against the Warriors and Raptors. That happened. So if you're into that stuff, they did that tonight. Here's what I have to guess about James Hetfield and Kirk Hammett at this stage of their career and their lives. Their management, Q Prime, I assume, is like, hey, we got another offer to do a na- another national anthem. They can't be stoked to do this. Probably not stoked, but, I mean, the only times they ever do it is for their, like, the Bay Area teams. And I know that, I know that at least James is really into, like, the, he's into the Bay Area sports shit. He is, yeah. yeah. They've done it at, at Sharks games, Giants games, and now And Gold, then another Golden cool State. thing is the gear that they play for these, which they, they have their normal, like, the Randall head and cab, the normal snake bite and shit, and they put the logo of the sports teams on it, and then they yeah. auction it for the All Within My yeah. Hands Foundation. That's cool. So that's cool. It's very cool. But yeah. think, think about being as famous as they are and being like, they got to go down into the sound check. And they got to play the start. I'll say this. Veil. I hear that in Kirk's playing. Yeah. It's not great, right? Is it's, that what not, you mean? Meow, it's not. Meow, meow, meow. It, it, f- feeling would not be the word that I would describe. <laughs> <laughs> and they just can't get the tone right. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. Well, James' that, tone's okay. That might have more to do with like, you're at a baseball it's game. It's coming through like the announcing speakers yeah. and shit. Right. Dude, yeah. have, have you ever been down on the field mm-hmm. for those things like the echo? No, yeah. it's it's insane. When you watch the people singing the a national bunch of anthems, no. When when you is watch- this where you and Ethan <laughs> tell me all about <laughs> the stadiums you've played and your well, Grammys the one time I did the national anthem for the Super Bowl and and uh, no, I'm just kidding. 2018. After I won a Grammy for real. When someone's singing the national anthem, you have to like shut out. You have to basically turn off your ears because the the delay from the speakers coming back to the field. Yeah, you hear yourself like. Literally a second after. Oh, say, oh, say, say. yeah. Thank you. 
Thank you. So I've got a ton of respect for people that nail it because they're basically pros. They're well, and let's face it, it's a super fucking hard song to sing. You know who fucking nails it and has done it numerous times at uh, baseball games? Uh, Your mom, Joey. Maybe Fatone. (laughs) Joey Fatone. Joey Fatone. Joey Belladonna from Anthrax. Really? Really? And he fucking slays it every time. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good singer if you get past all the sort of juvenile. One, two, not. Three, four, die. <laughs> Cry for the Indians. <laughs> you love that song. That's my favorite anthrax song. I know. Indians. <laughs> that one and what was the other one? Uh, Horror of uh, It All? Horror of It All. Yeah. Well, plus uh, um, ADI. Yeah. Arabian Douchebag intro. That, they titled it that, Paul. I didn't do that. Yeah, wow. that's true. That wasn't me. Uh, are only, we still other, working- only other little thing on news was that uh, if you're a magazine reader still, Metallica's on the cover of Kerrang! this week. That's about it. Kerrang! Nothing, cr- nothing no, no huge news this week. That, I just threw those in there. Just Another thing they wow. probably don't care about. Hey, guys, you're on the cover of Kerrang! for the 97th time. Yeah. Right? They're like, great. What do you think? Cool. Um, okay, what else do we have? Social media. Okay, all right. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Stitcher, whatever. All the things that are probably going to go away, and just be, you're going to stream other things. And- We're just sending you more to the screens of your life that make you more unhappy, that ruin uh, intimacy and ruin community. So go find us on all of those things that I just said. Uh, MetalBeerPodcast.com, the OG logo and the Dagger logo shirts are in stock. Also, in awesome. stock. as of the last two days, I had a couple of co-writes cancel, so Clint Boy wrote the next Lunar Satan Jam. Ooh. And by the way, it's a fucking barn burner. It's my favorite one I've ever written. Do we want to say who is playing drums on it? So Brian from Reality Suite, one of our listeners and I think a patron, is going to play drums on it. Wow. And then Chris from uh, the, the bass thing, that the bass channel that he came on the bass episode. Yeah. He's going to play bass on it. I tapped some of our listeners who I know are phenomenal musicians who I think would do a good job and I think they'd be stoked to do it. And oh, they yeah. they agreed. So anyway, they're going to put real drums and bass on it. It's not the unveiling isn't going to happen today. Right. Was that but, the solo you're working up yeah. on Instagram? Pretty it's good, awesome. right? Pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. If you follow us on the socials, you saw Clint. Like the solo was badass. The solo is bitching. Yeah. If you were follow us on there, you have seen it, and it's real cool. I bring all that up to say that I'm going to launch the tune probably on next week's episode, and we're going to launch a, a run of Lunar Satan T-shirts. First time ever. For the first time ever. Ever. Metalbreakpodcast.com. We have a sick website. You can find uh, all. Of, you can listen to all of our episodes on the website. You can listen to all the episodes of other podcasts we've been on. You can see the merch. I think we maybe still have stickers and maybe even koozie. I don't even know what's over there. What's over there? I don't know. We, we gave a lot of stuff away at the last party. So another thing, when you go to the website for the first time, it will prompt you to sign up for the mailing list. We only send like one a month, and it's just news and shit. So yeah, there'll be some cool stuff in there. It's not, it's not going to be overbearing with, you go know, do emails. all the stuff. Do the things with the things. And the last thing we'll do before we read a few emails is let's talk a little bit about Cover Our World Blackened. The first two volumes are available on dreaded iTunes. <laughs> They're by the about way. to not be. <laughs> Five, what are they, six bucks? On iTunes, it's like uh, it's like seven something because it's a ninety nine cents per track. If you become a patron, you get all that shit for free immediately. Plus, yeah. Lunar Satan jams. The Lunar yeah. Satan jam that'll be debuted next week will also be free. And my my bonus track from my record that I did with Paul Moak is also available for free if you're a patron. Here, cue my uh, now mandatory per episode gloating of Ethan Lux "Let It Burn" record, <laughs> which is one of my favorite records of the last two years. Thank you. Easily produced did, by Paul. Did we Moak. did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. We won Clint's favor. Yeah. It really is a wonderful record. You Thank guys you. really did an awesome job. Thank you. Thanks, man. It yeah. sounds great, and it, the songs are fun. You co-wrote some. Did you co-wrote a few L- of the songs? A little bit. Some lyri- oh, lyrics. I? Lyrics, yeah, yeah. yeah. He helped me with some lyrics, oh, yeah. yeah. Some motherfucker. 
wanted me to co-write with him, and then it never happened. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh! Imagine, Listen, I move fast. Man. Imagine, imagine the songs that could be on that record. All about. I imagine Satan. the songs that'll be on the next. All record. about Satan's butthole. Joss <laughs> Satan. <laughs> Cover our black in volume three is imminent. I'm done. You're done. I'm getting very close. I actually, uh, we're recording this right now. What time is it? It's uh, 9:30. Uh, we were supposed to record earlier in the day. We had to push it back. So I Thanks, spent Paul. I spent some time Sorry. working on my Nirvana cover. So that one's very close. So. Do you know about what we're doing for Cover of Black and Three? Oh yeah, I got, you're gonna yeah, you'll love it. I got to send you my uh, "Come as You Are." It's a barn burner. I'll send, I can't wait. I'll send you my "Down in a Hole." Um, d- I'll send you Hey-o. "Down in My Hole." Hey yo, Okay, the easiest way to get a hold of us as. Per use, put the abbreviation on use there, is metal up your podcast show at gmail.com. We read and respond to every single email we get, which, by the way, we're backlogged like 60 emails. Yeah. Wow. And it's not because we haven't been answering them in a few months. Like, I answered like 90 of them like a week ago. So it's so cool to hear from so many people. We're so lucky to have so many awesome folks who listen to the oh, show yeah. and care enough to write in. We read five emails per show. We're going to make it six in honor of our. Guest host, honorary third honorary, host, honorary co-host, what ghost host, it? the hostess with the most. You said ghost host, yeah, kind of. I like ghost host. Can you go away for a while, come back, haunt us a little bit with your, with, you know, it's a, it's Paul? it's a, it's a Paul. Paul Paul Paul. I, I'm right here, guys. Here he is. Here he is. There he is. It's a little place we like to call the email corner. Let's go. All right, our first email is from Dan. He says, Howdy. Uh, I've been able to secure tickets to three shows in October, both shows in Melbourne and one in Brisbane. Um, I heard in an earlier episode that Sarah, Sarah Sobeck, has secured herself a black ticket for the Australian shows. I was wondering if you guys could pass along my email address on to her, um, as I'd love to attend and meet up with her and uh, in her group and say, G'day, mates. You have, to actually say, you have to actually say that, though. If I find out, I will give you Sarah's, uh, I'll have to text her first, but I'm sure she'll give her blessing, because you all know Sarah. She's a total sweetheart. Yeah, she's the best. She texted me about the Anthrax episode, by the way. Nice. Because she's a massive Anthrax fan, and I was kind of like not feeling some of that record. (laughs) Anyway, you have to actually say good day, mate, and I will check with her and confirm with her that you actually said that. How about this, Dan? When you are walking up to meet Sarah and said company, Mm -hmm. uh, get your phone out. The Sarah Van. The Sarah Van. The Australian... in Australia, it's called Say a Van. You walk up, you have you, you have record ready to go on your phone, and we want to see video of you saying "G'day, Sarah." Okay, there you that, go. I think that's okay. So you guys are basically like misconnections now yeah. for for Metallica fans. Honey, please don't oh, even get God, me started oh on misconnections. <laughs> that's where I found my dog Lucius. Man, I was down in Australia and I couldn't find this this gorgeous girl with. <laughs> what was she wearing? <laughs> My, she, yellow, she wearing a yellow bandana, a yellow, a yellow bandana, and a Metallica shirt, and I was just walking around the arena here in Brizzy, and I couldn't find her. I know, Were I, you I, worried that perhaps a dingo ate her? I thought maybe a dingo ate a Sobek. <laughs> Anyways, he goes on to say, "I'm, I'm going to one of the shows with my 13 year old daughter. I can't awesome. wait to see her face when she sees the boys. I assume it's her first time seeing Metallica. 
Keep up the great work. And if you're ever going through uh, Ben, I thought it said Bendingo. Bendingo. Bendigo. Let's call it Bendingo. Yes. Bendingo, Victoria, Australia. Give me a call. And the beers are on me. Dan from New Jersey, Australia. Well, thanks, Dan. Uh, I'll, I'll get a hold of Dan and get him Sarah's info. I will throw down some Victoria bitters, my friend. As long as I have her blessing, which I'm sure she'll give it to me. All right. Our next email is from Tim. Hey, Clint, Nathan, and Paul. Yes. And Paul. Thanks. Clint, I forgot to mention how great that last song you played on the radio episode was. Really cool sounds and work. Uh, I think he's talking about um, Billie Eilish. I played a song from her debut record called When the Party's Over, which... Paul, are you up to this Billie Eilish shit? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, She's yeah. as blown... I'm she, just she obsessed went from, with it. Bury a Friend from, is my jam. Oh, Bury a Friend. How, man, I, I want to have this whole... clubs clubs to arenas in like oh, a nine months. Yeah. She was head to line in Coachella. Yep. Like that. Yep. I want to, at some point, not now, talk to you about how how she's getting these vocal sounds, which, by the way, they're with Cobalt, which is a publishing company. I can tell you uh, that her and her brother record everything themselves. They did yeah. it themselves in their childhood bedroom. Yep. Of her just sitting on a bed, holding like an SM7. Yeah. But the vocals on that record, especially in headphones, are just, it's so minimal, but it's powerful. And I don't know, when you listen to a record like that that's sonically masterful, are you trying to work out in your head how they achieve the sounds? Or oh, do, you, yeah. do you feel like, oh, I know how they did that? No, no, no. I did a deep dive. And in fact, oh, you did. Uh, Bury a Friend mm-hmm. is the one that I'm like, sonically, why does this sound yeah. better than the rest of the songs right. to me? No, no. It is, that's a special song. It was her birthday, and she wanted to go to a real studio. So they went to. Ah, uh, uh, there you go. Uh, there you, he can hear that. I can't remember the name of it, but it's a famous studio in L.A. In LA. There's a whole YouTube about it. and I like that sentence. There's a whole YouTube about it. <laughs> Henson, maybe? The yeah. kids are doing the YouTube there's, there's these days. Whole, not a YouTube video. There's a yeah. whole separate platform, a yeah. whole YouTube yeah. about that yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. There's a YouTube about it. Uh, yeah, I'm into that record. I think that uh, we're going to see the next... It's going to be kind of like Lord when Pure Heroin came out. I think we're in the next three to five years are going to be a lot of Billie Eilish clones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Absolutely. that kind of... Vibe yep. for sure, absolutely. For uh, sure. Anyway, Tim, I'm glad you like that. He says, "Do you use contact for some of your sound libraries?" Oh, because I played some of the shit I was writing. There's this thing called Splice. Paul, do you ever use Splice? I don't, but I know all about it. Splice yeah. is a subscription. Of course, everything's a fucking subscription. Everything now. is, yeah. It's a subscription based uh, sample library. So, um, what he's talking about is I played a song on the last Metal Be Podcast Radio that was entirely built with Splice. That was just a idea I had for this pop chick I write with. She's got a great voice. And I was like, let's just pick a BPM. And we were kind of shooting for a Billie Eilish thing. Right. And I built the whole thing not playing any instruments. Yeah. And it was just kind of an experiment. And it worked out. So I do use Contact. Um, do you use Contact at all for VSTs? A little bit. Did you play that on the episode? Yeah. Okay. A song called Bad Dreams. So here's something that the listeners might think is uh, it's just an interesting point of discussion with all the subscription-based things. So the song Old Town Road that my kids can't get enough of right now mm-hmm. that drives me insane. Uh, the, what's the guy, Little Nas X? The, the country guy that yeah, they, yeah. they took him off the radio and then so, Billy Ray. I have no idea what you're talking well, about. It, <clears throat> well, How do we catch you up on that? I don't know. Just just keep talking. I'll yeah. look it up later. So he bought the beat and the track off of a website that mm-hmm. is subscription-based. You know, if you're a rapper, you can go buy... A right. beat. Like loops and right. whatever. And it's a website that other rappers upload the beats for you to buy, right? right. And, and they make just, some money off of it. They're just the middleman, yeah. right? So they, they waive all disclaimer on 
licensing rights right, and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Well, the banjo at the beginning of the song is a sample of a Nine Inch Nails tune. What? Yes. From a banjo? It sounds like a banjo. It's a okay. Nine Inch Nails tune that's been, like, whoever uploaded the beat, it's been messed with. Okay. Oh, interesting. But Like with plugins or right. whatever. And so now there's a big thing about, so the song is huge. It's probably, I think it's been, it's like, massive. number one billboard, yeah. like, four weeks in a row or wow. whatever. So they're trying to figure out who's liable to Nine Inch Nails for the licensing of a sample that was not cleared. Is it the guy that uploaded the beat? Is it the service that wow. sells the beat? Wow. Is it... See, these, there's a whole body of ethics that we... Because you said it earlier, and you're so right, is the technology is developing faster than the industry can right. sort of codify ethics about what to do. Well, maybe Trent Reznor can stream a lawyer and take <laughs> care of this. Hey, you can get a subscription service for yeah. for, for yeah. law, virtual for practicing law. law. Yeah, totally. yeah, it's nice. It's only eight dollars a month. That's actually. great. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm trying to get through this damn email. Uh, <laughs> great work and inspiration is always uh, been back on your SoundCloud today and catching up with your latest work since the time, which people should do. Yeah, so like I write a million songs forever, and I have about a hundred songs on my SoundCloud page that are for free. You can check them out. He says, Ethan, I'm checking out your album today as well, so look forward to hearing that. Can I request you play? Can I request you play some more tracks from that band you did some Metallica covers in years ago when you do another radio episode? The band you did the unusual but amazing version of Sanitarium with <laughs> Motorhome. What is, Motorhome. Motorhome. Yeah. yeah, that's great. <laughs> it was me. There's a band here called Hibley Casino. It was me and uh, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff. Jeff yeah. is a he's a patron he's and a, patron. a good he's, friend yeah, of the show. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, he played bass in it. Uh, Andrew, who used to be in the band, played drums, and it was a it was a good time. Check this out. The Load Reload Bonanza with Paul Moak is going to be the best episode yet. Uh, I can confirm it will be. We haven't uh, gotten there. Oh, I tried to make a Best of Loads album. It was good fun, but on listening to it, having lived with the two albums for so many years, it just didn't sound right having songs run into each other that weren't in that order originally. Still very hard to narrow it down to 14 tracks. Good luck with that. Cheers, Tim. <laughs> well, Tim, we're going to give it the old college try today. Yep, we are, yeah. Paul, All right, Paul, you're Paul's going to read our next All email. Right. Uh, the next email is from this, the, this is Mighty the Mighty Stanzig. The Mighty Stanzig, yeah. Wow. Hey, guys. Hope you're having a great week. Yeah. Yes. Have you ever done an episode or plan to do an episode where you guys dive into the best Metallica songs covered by other bands? In all my Metallica years, I've never really dug into that until now. And I've been surprised with at bands like Sum 41 doing a great job with Master Puppets and they equally did. surprised with Dream Theater does such a cringy version of the same song. Agree with that, too. Yeah. Granted, these are the top results of a basic YouTube search, the YouTube. But it would be interesting. <laughs> they did a whole YouTube on that. <laughs> they did a whole YouTube on that. <laughs> Screw you, man. Hey, unload. But, We're going to get into it, that. Look, I've never been a wordsmith. <laughs> but it would be interesting to know what your favorites are. And no, Apop Apocalypta and Cover Our World Black and Don't Count. No one can reach those standards. Canned audience. Oh, metal up your ass, the mighty Stanzig. Uh, I, you know what? I don't. It's ironic because we make Metallica covers. Sure. I don't really seek them out or like listening to yeah. them. When I have heard certain ones, um, okay, you know a great example of an awesome Metallica cover: Hailstorm, R Ride the Lightning. Dude, have you heard that yet? Paul? I haven't. Right. So Hailstorm, they do they a do cover EP every couple of years. And they did it verbatim, but it's so... Dude, it's great. Lizzie Hale has one of the most badass rock and roll voices. Agreed. Uh, uh, ever. But yeah. Especially in like the current 
you know, climate of metal. Mm-hmm. So to hear her do Ride the Lightning is a treat. Yeah. And Joe fucking murders a solo. He really does, yeah. I agree with you. That one's special. It's very but, good. But the, the I have heard the um, Dream Theater version of Puppets, and the yeah. um, they do a Disposable Heroes. Yeah, it's okay. It's, it's just boring. It's whatever. Yeah. And, and for musicians, that great. When he's, some 41, well, hey, uh, I got news for you. Yes? Dream Theater is boring. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I don't really I care know, for Dream Theater. I, I, they Sorry. actually are boring. Aren't it's they? one of those things when you hear Dream Theater, you're like, "Wow, those guys can really shred." And then, then you look at your watch. Yeah. yeah, the Sum Forty One uh, cover you're talking about was in, it was from the uh, Icon episode. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, I haven't heard it. They opened it. They came out. They played uh, from the Bell Tolls. It was great. I liked it. Well, the uh, Limp Bizkit does Sanitarium. It's pretty good. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Avril Lavigne did Fuel, which I liked a lot. Yeah, I know it's all, Tom Quay. Hello and hi, and hello and off and Guten Tag and hi and welcome <laughs> and hello. It's me, Tom Quay, yet again. Uh, he doesn't like uh, Avril Lavigne's Fuel, but I thought it was bitching, man. Tom I think Quay Avril Lavigne's like a awesome. lot of things. I know yeah. he's very. Uh, he's gonna hate this episode. Why is that? He doesn't care for the he's little. He's not load. a big oh, yeah. cat. You know what he thinks is a good record? Honestly, Saint Anger. Overload and reload. Paul's leaving. Paul's Paul is Paul. physically Paul. leaving HQ1. Paul. <laughs> Paul? Paul. We love Tom over there. You know, I offered Tom the Sling Castle tickets. He declined. He declined? Yeah, he told me he hated Metallica. <laughs> he told me he's retiring from the podcast world. Uh, well, thank you, the mighty Stan Zig. Thank you so much. And next email is from Simply Rick. Says, hey guys, enjoyed listening to long, uh, long to Among the Living. That was a big album for me as a teenager. Uh, and when I graduated high school, I decided to plant a little inside joke in the yearbook. As a part of the personal write up that goes next to my picture, I include uh, looks and neck of fussing, <laughs> which of course hilariously reverts to nice fucking school. Uh, the joke is on me though, because uh, <laughs> because of either a keen eyed editor or an unlucky typo, the print yearbook actually says nice fucking stool. <laughs> Right. Well, maybe that was a proctologist who is is educated in those matters. It probably was. And he saw some of uh, Simply Rick's doo-doo. And yeah. that was his pronouncement. Yeah. Okay, well, that, that joke didn't really work. Okay. It's okay. Um, <laughs> that's okay. I'm just trying. Hey, we're moving on. It's fine. Next is Chief Bigwig. Chief Bigwig. Ethan and Clint, I just listened to your episode titled Metal... <laughs> I haven't pre-read this. <laughs> okay. I just like that he... I just listened to your episode titled Metal Up Your Podcast, Explore the Big Four, and Packs Among the Living. I just like that he told us what the title was. That's what it is. It's okay. <laughs> it's just very thorough. It's, it's hey. It sounds like it, a PBS hey, documentary. Listen, if there's one thing I know about Chief Bigwig, he does not fuck around. It's just very, very detailed. Um, <clears throat> he says, when I was in the Northeast attending the Metallica Worldwired Indoor Arena shows, I went to Syracuse the night before the Albany show to see Joey Belladonna's cover tribute band to the 70s and 80s style rock and hard rock bands. The band is called Chief Bigwig. <laughs> I got a confession. When I was copying and pasting these emails, I forgot to copy who this was from. <laughs> so it's not Chief Bigwig. <laughs> it's not Chief Bigwig. I, 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 I was hoping you get through the whole email without, without realizing. Our next email is from Chief Bigwig. Oh my God, dude. The band... So let so production note. Ethan did the notes today because I had to go play country music downtown. I did, but I'm gonna look it up while you're reading it. Holy shit! Sorry, Chief Bigwig. <laughs> um, the band is called <laughs> Weird because this is the email as well. Uh, I guess this is Joey Belladonna's manager who wrote the email. No, it's, it's from Nick Garzolini. Oh, Nick Garzolini, dude. I'm sorry. Who, as we know, is Chief Bigwig. I'm yeah. sorry. From Nick. now on, I'm sorry, Nick Chief Bigwig Garzolini. 
He says they cover bands such as Boston, Styx, Judas Priest, Sabbath, etc. If you ever get the chance, I highly recommend taking the time to see it. They play small dive bars, mostly people who are there outside of maybe five to seven people who travel there uh, to upstate New York to see them know who they are. Joey's on the drums with a headset mic. We call that a Britney Spears mic in the biz. Yep. Or Jan Jackson. Um, Janet Jackson, if you're not a millennial. I'm a millennial. Pardon me. Excuse me. You are age-wise, aren't you? Correct. And, well, and, and culturally and stylistically. I mean, it's pretty much known as a Britney Spears mic. Come on, dude. It's a Britney Spears mic. Jeez, oh, I guess I'm old. <laughs> Aren't you guys the same age? Get... Yeah. He knows it's you, a Britney you be Spears mic. You're not 40. Not yet. Almost. Getting close. Almost. Less than a month. Yeah. Uh, side note, uh, after the show, I wanted to get a picture. I decided not to, as I figured the reason why he played places like dive bars is so he isn't recognized. I'm sure that's not it. He said, my friends helped take his drum kit to his car after the gig and talking about Sarah and Pete Sobek. I highly suggest checking out the band Chief Bigwig. Well, thanks, Chief Bigwig. Thanks, well, right Chief. <laughs> Sarah and Pete are really big Anthrax fans, especially Pete. And uh, in fact, dude, this is so crazy. The night that we met Sarah and Pete, Paul was there. We met them in Detroit. Yeah. And Pete was wearing an Anthrax shirt, and I was giving him shit about it. Totally. I'm trying to... <laughs> trying what, are you, to what are you doing, dude? This it, is going to be it. on no, YouTube. You're not going to get away an, with it's anything. An, it's another mistake here. Hey, everybody. Mistake. Jesus. Buddy. All right. Someone His gets... name was there, but there's an extra space. Right. So right. It's, no, I, yeah. I picked up on it. Okay, good. Well, anyway. All right. Our last email. Listen, I made one our mistake in copying the emails. Jeez. Is from proud. Patrick Sloan. Uh, hi, Clint and Ethan and Paul. And Paul. First off, congrats on the success of the podcast. Thank you. I first climbed I like aboard. That Paul said thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> he said thank you. I first climbed aboard in November last year after working my way through the episodes on an almost daily basis. I'm finally caught up. Your enthusiasm and depth of knowledge on all things Metallica makes Metal Up Your Podcast the quintessential Metallica podcast. You heard it here first. To help with my appreciation, I've finally gotten on the Patreon wagon. Thank you. It's the least I can do to say thanks for all the quality content you're providing. Smiley emoji. Mm. I first got on the Metallica ride in 1998 after a friend put me on to load and reload. Oh, you're going to hear about that tonight. A little bit. Yes, you will. I was instantly hooked and proceeded to work my way backwards through the back catalog. So like Clint, I started my Metallica journey as a load-reload cat. Besides becoming my favorite band of all time, I credit the guys for inspiring me to play guitar, which I still play 20 years later. Awesome. It's taken me that long to learn their back catalog. I still don't know a lot of Metallica songs. The fact you guys are professional musicians really adds an extra layer of insight to the podcast, especially the gear breakdowns and the production episodes with... Paul! Paul. Paul. I'm right here, guys. I'd just like to say thanks for all the hard work and effort you put into the podcast. It can't be easy making time for your hectic schedules to give guys like me a weekly Metallica fix, but just so you know, it is very much appreciated. Well, that's why we do it. I would love to come on the show if the slain slot is available, but either way, thanks for all you do and for keeping the scene alive. Metal Hands, Peace Ooh. Out Brothers, Patrick Sloan, Belfast, Ireland, New Jersey. We what a nice email. Awesome. Yeah, very nice. Well, I there, do, there I, was actually a bunch more to his email, but I, I, that's the, 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 the Cliff's, note, Cliff's Notes version. It's the um, Ruth's Chris Fifth the Third Ruth's Bank. I've never house. understood yeah. Ruth's Chris. Uh, Horrible. Why do people say Kroger's? Uh, my mother-in-law says that. She's only lived here for a year. 
It's Kroger. Yeah, Kroger. I agree. Store. It's Kroger. It's Crystals. It's Crystal. People like pluralizing things. Here's another crazy thing. It's not Mitchell's Deli. I it's knew Mitchell you were say that. Yeah. It's Mitch, Mitchell Deli. He knew You're I was such an say. insider. Because yep. I, I was about to go there too. Because the other day, me and I my wife Donaldson. went ate there with a friend, and someone's like, "What about Mitchell's Deli?" And I go, "You know, it's Mitchell, right?" I know. It's like Which you I just kinda, immediately want to punch someone in the face I when they say feel that. Like Ru- I wanna, Ruth's I Chris is the worst one of all because it's horrible. actually Ruth's Ruth's Chris. Ruth's Chris. It's like fifth, third bank. What if yeah. <laughs> horrible? <laughs> it's the fifth, third bank. What if? What if Ruth actually owns Peter Chris, and that's what the whole thing is? It's Ruth's Chris. You know who Ruth is? It's Peter's. A, it's it's not Peter Chris's mom. Owner. Oh, owner, because Peter Chris is a doggy. I was gonna say. <laughs> Ruth is very, very tight with the Joyces. Oh, oh Ruth yes. and loves the Joyces. We have our third Joyce here tonight. Oh, honey, do we? Honey, I remember the first time I met Ruth. Oh, Ruth well, first is of just, all, oh my God. It's a crazy story. I won't get into the particulars. But I first met Ruth on Misconnections. We were at the dog park. And I was taking my beloved, my beautiful dog, Lucius, the love of my you life. You know I was there with Valentino. We were there with Valentino, of course. Of course we know this. And we met Ruth... And she told us, honey, I'm opening a steakhouse, but my dog's name is Chris, so I want to call it, in honor of my dog, I want to call it Ruth's Chris's, Ruth Chris's Steakhouse. Right. What it, do you, th- and then- It rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Well, it's easy, really easy to say, easy to remember, but Joyce, what do you think? I don't even know how to do it, dude. Honey, you just do oh, like a new, like on. you're from Yonkers. <laughs> like you're in a Woody Allen movie from the I, 70s. I'm terrible at accents. All right. We'll, we'll <laughs> oh my God! I can't do it. Let's see, honey. Here's how you said it. Here's honey, how you, here's how you say it. say dog. Oh, say dog. Great. Oh great! Oh my I always, God! I always said it with Lucius, my dog. Star- Lucius, who my dog. This? Who, who does this? My God, Ruth is here. Do you remember? Am when I we, here? Oh, we, oh, honey, please. Well, that's oh not God. Ruth, honey. That's the other Joyce. We're talking about the time we met Ruth. Oh my God! She was opening a steakhouse. We met her at the dog park in Yonkers. I almost forgot. <laughs> It is a good restaurant. I can't. I, <laughs> that was terrible. That was, it that is was a good like restaurant. a restaurant. It is a good restaurant. Dude, don't even try to get me to do like Australian or. Oh, Mike, please. No. Come on, Mike. How about it's a little, not that hard? How about no. a little pawpaw? You're, oh, come on. You're, yeah, you're from do, Mississippi? Yeah. Uh, welcome. <laughs> I don't do accents. Welcome to the email corner. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! No, the po- the poetry corner. I can't do no, it. No, it was the emo corner is perfect because we're going to split from the, the. There's many corners here. Yeah, yeah, we do have a lot of corners. Having said that, let's get the fuck out of the emo corner. Bye. 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 Hey, it's Clint from Metal Up Your Podcast, and we hope you're enjoying the Metal Tales from the Road series. If you've been keeping up with us, then you already know that we've covered every stop on the 2018-2019 North American Arena Tour, and we look forward to catching up with all of our European friends later this year on the Stadium Tour overseas. And there's more. After the Stadium Tour, we are continuing the Metal Tales series for any Metallica show in the past. Maybe you saw one of the Orion festivals. Maybe you were at the Channel in 1984 and Cliff Burton bought you a beer. Maybe you were at one of the 30th anniversary shows or you just saw a regular ass show in North Dakota somewhere. We want to hear from you. 
Since Ethan and I started Metal Up Your Podcast, we wanted to find a way for listeners to call in and share their stories. Well, this is it. To make yourself eligible for a future or past Metal Tales episode, please consider joining us on Patreon. For $5 a month, you not only get to come on the show as a guest, you also get both of our Cover Our World Blackened EPs, monthly giveaways like deluxe box sets, rare vinyl, posters, and other goodies. You get early access to our YouTube videos, and we also let you ask our guests like Ray Burton, Michael Wagner, Hailstorm, members of Slipknot, your very own questions. For what essentially amounts to two cups of coffee a month, you can ensure that Metal Up Your Podcast continues to grow in quality and content. For any of you on the ride with us, we love you, we thank you, peace, and adios. All right, it's time to unload, guys. Let's do it. Let's do it. Now, the first thing we have to do is, of course, explain why we're calling it unload, because there are many di- different iterations of like what we should call this, re-reload. Fully loaded. Full, et cetera. Something, yeah. But this is special. It's called unload because of a, uh, a group text we had years ago that predates Metal Up Your Podcast. Yep. By a long shot, yeah. We used to have a group there called the Four Horsemen, but even before Ethan, it was the Three Horsemen, where it was just me and Paul Moak and Matthew Mayfield, who I think listeners of the Metal Up Your Podcast have heard. Mm-hmm. I think we called it That Metal Night. That Metal Night. we watched That Metal Show. So we would go to Paul Moak's house, and sometimes we would have themes, like we had a Dimebag Daryl theme where we wore camo shorts Paul was going to dye his beard like purple, like dimes. <laughs> but the funny thing about the, the Dimebag night, it, and we were going to watch, remember I was watching, I was putting up Dimebag Daryl on YouTube. You had your hand on the wall right I, next I to the TV. I couldn't sit. <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. But the, the funny thing Wish is that Ma- Matthew didn't show up uh, with camo shorts, so your wife Talitha gave him some of her some old- Some Hollister, <laughs> like three-quarter length capri <laughs> pants that were olive drab. Amazing. And he, and he, he's, such he a, like, he's such a- tight like fit dude that he could wear those yeah and it worked right yeah and we drank black tooth grins okay so the famous pantera drink this isn't a proud moment for me by the way ethan i know this predates you but ready to hear it the black tooth grin which was like two shots of seagram's two shots of crown royal yeah that's right because vinnie paul famously had a crown royale Shaped pool in his backyard. Oh my that's gosh. how redneck. That's how Texas he was. Interesting. Uh-huh. Okay. So we drink black tooth grin. So it's two shots of Seagram's, two shots of Crown, and then whatever's left you put Coke in. Yep. Not cocaine. Uh, Coca Cola. Oh, got it. Okay. So I had bought Seagram's and Crown Royal, but we didn't have any Coke. Because my freaking house organic. No. You so know, what was my whatever. bright idea? You were like, well. I think we were going to go get some Coke, and you're like, oh, I think I have a Coke in my car from had- two days ago when I went through the <laughs> drive through I had a fucking Coke Fountain from McDonald's drink. two days old in my car, and I remember, I'll never forget the look on Tulip's face, or like, kind of like an, oh my God, you're really going to use that as a mixer. Yeah. Are you sure I wasn't there that night? Because I vaguely remember this happening. I don't no, no, know. you well, definitely you weren't there because okay. of the well, because what ensued okay. was yeah. so we okay. took we did a black tooth grin, which by the way, Pantera would do black tooth grins all night, and still Dime would shred those tasty licks. Right, we did I, one. I did one and ended up waking up. Paul has a um, <laughs> Paul has like a kind of a guest house behind his house, right? Where 
it's set up really nice because artists who go to Smokestack and work with Paul can kind of crash there if they don't have anywhere to stay. Yeah. I wake up and I'm a married man. I'm a married grown up. I'm like 31 at the time. <laughs> <I'm> an adult. <laughs> I wake up in Paul's guest house and my, I'm looking at my phone. My wife's like, Where are you? Like, this is pre kid for me because oh, this yeah, would never yeah. fly today. This would be his immediate death. I would be sentenced to death yeah. immediately. And uh, But I'm in Paul's uh, back guest house because of the black tooth grin just laid me out. One of them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Man. a heavy drink, dude. It's also a two-day-old Coke from McDonald's, too. Let's not forget that. It, it might have actually, stale. It might have actually been that. But yeah. then, I remember Matthew telling me this before I ever knew you. He said, hey, uh, my friend Ethan, he's like super into metal. He's a metal cat. He's a cool dude. Can he come? And then it'll actually be the Four Horsemen. Yeah. yeah. And I was like... I mean, I was cool with it, but I, I might have been like, we'll see. you know. We'll see. <laughs> well, but then we, we've talked about, I think, that story on the show before where we actually met at Matthew, one of Matthew's shows. Right. We were at uh, the bar over next to Marathon Music Works. Well, we did like a, that was actually the, the first date of the Wild Eyes tour. Yep. Yeah. And uh, we did kind of a secret loft show. House show, yeah. Yeah. Somewhere. That feels like a... But you I, guys hit it off, man. Y'all were did. like... Well I, well, I remember like you, I think, looked at me and Clint like, you guys don't know each other? Yeah. We're like, no. And and Clint goes or uh, Paul goes, just start talking about Metallica or something. <laughs> and I remember you looked at me and you go, "So are you like a Cliff guy or a Jason guy?" Yeah. And we just went into it, and like, what? Forty five minutes later, we decided yeah. to talk to Paul and Matthew again. But you know what? One of the first things we talked about as we were sort of gauging each other on mm-hmm. our Metallica fandom was the issue of load and reload. Yeah. There you go. Which brings us here. So I would be so curious. Wait, to Wait, so tell them where Unload came from. So, Unload. Un- so once we all became friends, once we all became officially the Four Horsemen, the Four Horsemen, we were late night texting, and I think we were which all... happened happened at that time. It was like every it, it was night every day, was yeah. like twenty five. It was a ton. Yeah, text. It yeah. was pretty common. A lot of garbage. A lot of uh, Shirley Manson posts. Yep, it's my high school crush. <laughs> it's, that's Paul's. Yeah. yeah, that's Paul's muse. Um. There was one night where I think we we were all individually drinking at home, and we were talking about load and reload, and you sincerely, although incorrectly, much like Ethan's Outlaw Torn debacle, right? yes. which has lasted years. Wait, what was that all about? I'm just kidding. Oh, uh, let, me, <laughs> kidding. let me recap it for you. Uh, you. You, without joking, referred to reload, was it, as unload? I, I fully texted you guys unload in a sentence, and it was not in a comical. And it we was like pounced on two, him. I prefer unload. Yeah. We, we like, what the hell? We pounced on him so hard, dude. Oh, dude, for it was, months. Oh, for yeah. months. Oh, dude. Yeah. It was like were, outlaw torn times a thousand. Oh, it was you can't even imagine it. Friends. You can't even if imagine. If we had the it. podcast at the time, it would have been like. I would have had to headline move. news. No, I would have had to move. Like you would find have had to shut down smoke sack for sure. You, 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 you and your wife. Well, because I remember too, like Mississippi. You knew it was coming. You knew the yeah. the torrent was coming, uh, and like you immediately were like, "Sorry, I, 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 I had a cocktail reload. tonight. I meant reload." And we were like, "No, dude, uh, uh-uh. uh, unload. Yeah. We're not done with this." So unload. that's what we're calling it unload, and it's so fitting, so that we're here. Yeah, we've been asked about this forever. Since time yeah. in memoriam, and we're going to finally decide. So, Paul, can you explain to the Metal Beer Podcast family how we're going to do this? Because yes. this is a big episode. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so how are we going to do it? So, there's probably a hundred ways to the top of the mountain for finding one unload, you know, 14-track album that's the best of load and reload. What I thought I would do is, and it would make it interesting for everybody, 
is the same process that I do with a band when they bring in more songs than we need to track for an album. We put all the songs up, we talk about them, we vote and see what songs make everybody's top 14 list to become the album, right? So, so it's democratic. It is democratic. Mm-hmm. Yes, we all have equal say. So what we're going to do is pull out this board. It's got all the songs from Load on it, all the songs from Reload. We're going to rank them 1 through 27, which is the, t- the total number of songs. Okay. Okay? The top 14, when you add up our three totals, are going to be the unload record. And then we can debate on whether anything that didn't make the top 14 Should is worthy. There. Right, yeah. Let me say this on the onset, because our, the math department at Metal <laughs> Podcast... It's pretty strong. Um, yeah. ...is not killing it. Are we? Do we need a calculator? No, we, that's why I have the, the whiteboard that you have not seen yet. Is it time for the unveiling of the whiteboard? It is. Oh, my God. Okay, right. here we go. This here we is go. Amazing. Now, the YouTubers can see this, but <laughs> holy shit. Wow. Whoa. Whoa, yeah. Paul, there's artwork on this and everything. Yes. Okay. Is there a way to like prop it up on this basement? Uh, Paul may knock over his bottle of whiskey, yeah. but... Okay, so what we have... Hang on, the title is Metallica, Melody Podcast, Unload Challenge. Yes. Unbelievable. This so is amazing. here's where we want to end up. Okay. This is our final We got a notes, So there's a list of like the top 14. And, and we said 14 because we were texting earlier today. We said Load has 14. Unload has <laughs> unload. <laughs> there it is. Shoot. <laughs> there it is. That was a legitimate Re- unload. <laughs> yeah, see? Reload has 13. Why don't we make it a 14-song ultimate album, okay? Um, this is amazing. I love this. Yeah. So what we're going to do, each of us have a column. We're going to go song by song. We're going to say yeah. uh, what each of us voted for that song. Then we're going to add them all up, the totals. Simple math. Okay. Top 14. <laughs> wait, till so you, basically, wait till you hear us. Uh, viewers at home should know. <laughs> viewers at home should know. Is we're do, we're doing that? lowest score wins. It's like golf. <laughs> okay, That's, that works. It's sta- okay. The board is being propped up for those yeah. that are on, not on YouTube. It's being propped up right now on my Fender basement against my two Gretches. Should you take a picture of this before so that we have the before and then uh, the here, after? My phone. Oh. Your phone is here. Take a picture of my phone. That that's fine, dude. I'll, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Here, you want to take a picture of this? Just just do a before and after. Listen, everyone listening that's not watching on YouTube, you can imagine what we're doing right now. This yeah. is uh, Clint's taking a picture. Just imagine like uh, what's the sweet sweet sixteen? It's like a sweet sixteen, but this is a, it's a little more it's complicated. Like sweet sixteen with math. But just so you know, this is the same process that I use with bands when we come in the studio. We do the democratic process, and then everybody gets to argue but real after quick, that. But, but, but real quick, I feel like you like. Let's say you have a primary songwriter in a band, and he's like, "I'm willing to do a democratic process." And then his favorite song gets downvoted. He's still playing the uh, card. Oh yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They're they're at the end. But that's we, why I have this that. notes etc. No, no, section. No, is like we'll we'll notes have et some dis- notes notes etc. We'll have some it. discussions at the end. All right. So I might I'm, need. To I'm ready. Them. Man, this is. Can I take this, this is... off the stand? Oh no, we got Bob Barker over here. Okay. All right, Bob, let's do this. Okay, so before tonight, we were all texting. I told the guys take all the songs, all twenty-seven from Load and Reload, and we're going to rank them one through twenty-seven. One being your favorite song, right. lowest score wins, and the the object being your top fourteen would be what you would like 
the Unload album to be. And so okay. we're going to reveal those scores. We're going to add them up, see what the total uh, Unload 14 are, and then argue about everything. I just want to point out a few things about the the um, the the what do we call this whiteboard? whiteboard. The whiteboard, yes. There are a few interesting things about it. I like that for King Nothing you put a little crown. Yes. I like for Fixer you put all three X's in red. Yeah. And I like that you're putting zone it. On. Zone it. We zone got it. Phil, you're channeling your inner Phil Tao. Wow. Got to zone it, dude. Also, he's I think standing we're more again. More than zoning right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm Paul zoning. is standing. I'm we zoning that, and I'm standing. We said that he would stand up at one point, and guess what? That's I think happening. he's going to do yeah. it for most of the episode. So you, you're you're guiding the ship, so you just get us started on this. Okay. This now Paul so, show. so we're going to go sequentially through load and reload in the track listing just to get our ratings. Yep. Okay. Just to get the ratings. When does the math happen? At, I so, hope never. Uh, on each song, it keeps it from being mundane. Okay, okay so... <laughs> Should, are amazing. we ready to dive in? <laughs> this is amazing. Everyone should tune into YouTube for this one so they yeah. can see Paul right now. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I've looked forward to this for so long. I know you have. Okay. Literally like 20 years. My Gretches look great, by the way. Okay. Oh, crap. Oh, I'm, oh, not looking. No. I'm not looking. Okay. Here we go. Are we ready? Yeah. We need yes. a drum roll. Is there some kind of drum oh, roll can you can insert? Roll. No problem. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Track one on load. Ain't my bitch. Let's we'll, let's go ahead and decide a sequence. It's going to be Ethan, me, and Paul. Yeah, that's what he has written up there. So, oh per- shit, perfect. I didn't perfect. even see. Yeah, <laughs> holy shit, man, we are fucking synced up like the fucking right, lunar cycle. My bitch. I have it at number five. Number five. Yeah. Okay. I have it at eighteen. 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 <laughs> holy. <laughs> We're starting off like that. Okay. What? Wait, wait. Paul? Five meaning like. Number one is your favorite song from both these records. You have I it at number l- I five. I love Amy yeah. Bitch. I love it. Uh, guess I what number it, it is on mine? Number four. Whoa! Oh my God. <laughs> you can't even make this up, Metal Up Podcast family. Okay. Ain't, so, okay. Ain't Clint's ranking. I can't imagine what's going to happen this, from now on. Yeah. That. Okay. So, what we need is someone to add these up at the end. At the end, yeah. I got, Guess who that's not going to be? I got my phone right here. <laughs> Clint I, there, Wells. There's a thing called well, okay. a calculator. 18 plus. Do we want to add it up? Now or at, or at the end? Either way. I think we do it now. Let's That'd be a now. long okay. math segment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God knows we do don't want to need a lo- math jingle. <laughs> well, all right. Five can... plus 18 uh-huh. plus four is 48. 27. 27. <laughs> cool. All right. We got 27. Okay. A lot higher of a score than I thought that song would get, Clint. Yeah, no joke. No, no, no. Okay. No, no. no. You, oh, you mean, okay. I see what you mean. Number two, two okay. by four. Number eight. 13. Eight for Ethan. Mm-hmm. 13 for Clint. And Paul. Nine for Paul. Nine. Jesus. Okay, I'm sensing a, a theme here. It's a total of 30. Wow. Okay. So we got 30 on that one. I think you guys are going to be load heavy. I'm going to be reload okay. heavy. That's what Dude, I'm sensing. Dude, reload's my favorite record, bro. I thought Black Album was. Okay. Out of these two. Oh, come on. Right. House that Jack built. I'm trying to find it. Uh, 21. <sighs> 16. 21, 16, and 14 for Paul. 14. Wow, Paul really likes really? it. The, it's the Allison Chains a vibe. Of, that's a total of 50, it's the, 51. It's the Allison Chains vibe. Yeah. Because Paul's, which you're an Alice cat too. Love it, yeah. But until Alice, it sleeps. Oh. Paul ain't fucking around. Jeez. Okay, until it sleeps. Four. You ready for mine? Yes. Can you guess what it is? 
If it's if it's past fourteen, I'm gonna walk out of my own home right now. Can you guess what it is? It's I'm gonna say it's seven. Paul, can you guess what "Until It Sleeps" is for me? One. It's number one. Number one. Love Until it. Until It Sleeps is my favorite Metallica okay. song. Three for me. <clears throat> Three. Three. Hell yeah, Mean Paul. Okay. Okay. Total of eight. Okay, so I can uh, because I've done this a lot with bands before. I can tell you. 99% sure that's going to be number one. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, well, I guess you, everyone can just we quit haven't listening. About, we yeah. haven't talked about Ronnie yet. So okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Wait till we get to Ronnie. King nothing. Oh, okay. That's a good point. It, it should go without saying, once we get down past 14, which is the track listing, 15 through 27 is kind of going to be a no man's land where you could... You could swap pretty much any. It's basically everything that didn't make the album okay, for each okay. of us, you know. So we shouldn't right. spend a whole lot of time arguing about it. <laughs> King Nothing. Uh, King Nothing. Where, uh, blah, blah, blah. Number three. Holy shit! Yeah, that is a low score for King Nothing. Meaning, meaning that's, a great score. That's yeah. All right. Clint? Well, I don't want to bum you out. I gave it a fifteen. Fifteen. Damn. Dude. Off the main record for you. Well. I had to make a lot of room for my reload babies. Six for Paul. Damn. Go, go, go. Go, go, go. Total of 24. You guys like the riff. All right. I understand. King Nothing is amazing. All right. Hero of the day. Ooh. All right. Now we'll get into I it. I kind of want to guess this on Clint's, but okay, I'm going to tell you mine. It's number nine. Clint, I'm going to say number three. No, no, we're comparable. Okay. Number six for me. Okay, but thank you for assuming it was higher. I know you love because that song. I do love that song so much, Paul. What do you got on Hero of the Number Day? Number eleven. Eleven. Okay. All okay. right. So what that tells me is that one's going to be pretty high on the list because we're all right around the same zone. Right. Right. Okay. All so right, what's the total? total? Twenty six. Okay. Thank you. Gosh, thank math- goodness, mathematician thank over here. Goodness. All right. Let it be known, Ethan's not using any type of. Uh, um, he's using his. Just his it's mind. called a brain. I think I've heard. All no right. abacuses right. were hurt. All right, what's Number next? Number seven on load, Bleeding Me. All right. 13. That fucking bums me out. <laughs> it's yours Because higher. guess what I'm giving it? What? Three. Three? What? Bleeding Me, the epic barn burner from load? I mean, I love the song. That was one of the... T- okay. You don't love it. You know why I know you don't love it? Because it's 13 on your list. Paul. Listen. All right, you're going to even be more bummed out by oh. me. 15. Fifteen. It was the what one. It? it was the one after the cut. Okay, so we're you're telling at... me that "Bleeding Me" didn't make it into your unload record. It did not. Wow, it made I, it into mine. It I'm 13. shocked and appalled. A right, the... uh, Paul? Paul? Yeah. Paul? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, total of thirty-one. Okay. All right, we got to cruise because we got a lot of songs to get through. Cure. <laughs> we got all the time in the world. Ooh, man. Cure, pretty rough. What do you got for Cure? Are you ready for this? Yeah. 27. 27. Mine's 25. <laughs> Holy <laughs> Betting on the cure. Paul, 16. 16. 16? That's so generous. I like the cure. I love it. I love the cure. I love the cure. Love the song, no, the we're cure. talking about the song cure. Okay. Disintegration is great. No, I love the song cure too. Okay. 17 seconds, great. What right. is Total it? Total of 68. 68. That so ain't making the list. I'll tell probably, you that right uh, now. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Poor Twisted Me. Ooh, rough for me, too. Yep. What do you got, Ethan? 20. I also have it at 20. Oh, my nice. It's a Christmas God. miracle. Again. I know that that equals 40. 
25 Good for on Paul. That's 25. 65. 65. So look at that. The Cure scored higher. That's going to be a great B-Sides EP. Portrait to me did better above. than Cure. Yeah. Wow. Because we all equally hated it. Where, <laughs> yeah. All right. Speaking of wasting my hate. Oh, you guys are going to hate Oh, me. Ethan loves this one. I do. Guess what? Guess what I put it at? One. No. <sighs> Seven. Yes. Holy shit. Wow. For real? Yep, seven. Wow, amazing. You're going to really be bummed by mine, which is 24. (laughs) (laughs) 24. (laughs) I had it at 18. 18. Paul's kind of in between us a little bit. Yeah. It's a total of 49. Okay. We're almost almost through load right now. Yep. Mama said. Ooh, rough for me. Why? 35. Mama said? 35? You're kidding me. I'm kidding. There's not not a 35. It goes to 27. Who does that? (laughs) Honey, please. You've been at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse too long. I thought you love Mama said. I love Mama said. Guess what? I put it at 10. Ooh. Hey, guess what? Wake up call to you guys. I love every song on Load and Reload. Sure. But some some shit's got to be the the worst. You put it at 10? Yeah, I put it at 10. What did you put it at? You covered it. (laughs) Oh, it's rough, guys. It's really rough. Am I still there? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, we're here. We're okay. good. We're good. 26. 26. Oh, dude. Second to last. That's on. Ethan, I told Ethan this before we started. You were like, it's kind of been hard. You know, I've been trying to piece it together. Yeah. And I said, you know what? It wasn't hard for me because I've been doing this list since 1997 in my mind. Sure. All right. Of course said, I covered wow. it. I think it's Clint, a beautiful song. It's a total yeah. of 36, by if the way. If you added mine okay. by itself, it would equal your score. I gave it a 13. You gave it a 26. Okay. Yours was twice as worse as mine. <laughs> so what do we have? We have, we have 10, 26, 26, and 13. Plus 13. That's 49. 49. I did that wow. in my head. Wow. Yeah. Wasting my hate and Mama said got the genius. same score. Okay. Three more. Let's move through it. Uh, the Thorn Within. Oh, I gave this higher than I bet you guys did. Yeah. I gave it a 25. Oh, my God. Thorn Within? Don't say it like that. I gave, I gave it a 12. A 12? On the record. You put it on the record. How about Thorn Without? I gave it a 27. <laughs> <laughs> That's your least favorite look. It thorn is. Within? It that is. might be Paul's best line on the show ever. How about Thorn Without? Uh, thorn Within is fucking right, awesome. What's that man? total, on, that's dude? a total of 64. Jesus. Yeah. It's, hey, it's, it's not Cure. All right, Ronnie. Ooh, okay. Ooh, All right. I'm going to go ahead and give that one a 26. 27. 26, 27, 23. It's out I of there. I can't believe that he thought this four is... more songs were better than Ronnie. <laughs> That's what I can't okay, believe. Okay, so Ronnie's total is 76. We're in the 70s. Okay. <laughs> we are in the All 70s, right, last song on load. I can't even read that. Oh, the Outlaw Torn. I included it on my top 14. Wow. And? 14. Okay. Oh, it barely made it. It made it. What'd you get? Clint? Mama said it didn't make. It, you I gave. I gave it its due. Four. 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 I gave it a nineteen. Nineteen. Jesus. All right. A total of thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Okay, so let's recap real quick. Wow. This the is clear front. By runner. the way, hang on. Before you recap this real quick, might I say this is already one of the most fun episodes we've ever done. I would <laughs> like a T-shirt about this. Yeah, that would be a fun shirt to have. It would. Uh, front runner until it sleeps was the lowest score. Eight. But here's what's crazy, dude. It gets real bogged down after that. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of 
Okay. Like we're we have very I love differing that opinions. So much. Until it sleeps is the only single digit number. That's the only one that we were all like agree agree. So what else upon. can we learn from this analysis? That um, Metallica speaks to a lot of different people. I will say this. I thought Hero of the Day was not gonna be in the twenties. I thought at the worst case scenario would be in the teens. Yeah. So what so after one. after Until It Sleeps, what are the other front runners? Uh Hero of the Day, King Nothing, Ain't My Bitch. Two by four. That's about it. Ethan gave A My Bitch a five. I gave it a four. Yeah, what's wrong with you guys? Uh, What's wrong with this is we still have, we're still in touch with our feelings. I love that song. I've been, it's true. Paul's right. I've been dead inside for 27 (laughs) years. (laughs) All right. Shall we move? Shall we move? Move on. We can mute on. No, we can mute on. Is everybody cool with what's happening so far? I, I don't just, know if our listeners are, but I'm I am. kind of overwhelmed right now. But I love it. Every part about it, I love it. Okay, <laughs> you're you're moving through this so quickly. Well, I do this all the time. I know That's you do. Thing. This is what you do. It's your job it's as a producer. Wait, wait. It's, when you're producing like a piece of art that will live forever in the digital s- sphere now on the uh-huh. iTunes cloud, this is how fast you move through. We will spend. Days on this. Oh, really? Yeah. That, yeah. See, that's that's the real sauce. Paul, let me because, ask you this real quick. Because of what you said, the guy that wrote the song he, will have an fight opinion. Right. The label will have an opinion. Let me ask this you this, Paul. When I came in with eleven songs, uh-huh. and I said, "Let's do ten songs on the record." <laughs> I went off and did this chart by myself and gave you the top ten. Okay, can you imagine? But we actually ended up recording eleven. Songs. But can you imagine if we had actually made the time to co-write, even though? We make time to talk about Metallica every week. <laughs> right. Imagine if we had just co-written. Gold. <laughs> I would. I would. He give, would have had seventeen more songs to choose from. I would give that a one. All right. Are we? So anything else well, before we move on? Yeah. I. I. I think it's clear to to make the point. This is all just statistics. Okay. This doesn't mean that the top fourteen are the best 14 songs for sure. the Unload album. It's just giving us a general thought of what the three of us think together. I love it. I love it. It's okay. an average. I defer right. to Sir Paul Moak. All right. Reload. All right. Let's I'm get excited in. about this one. Yeah, yeah. Because when it comes to the loads, Are we gonna fight? Reload is my... It's the better of the two. I, per- to I, per- I, per- I prefer Reload as well. So Ooh. I think some of these songs are going to pull out into the top. That's Which what? is smart. All right. Never Paul's been good whiskey, with words. We're on a vodka train. Never been good with yeah. words. You're good. Right. Hey, right. You said that earlier. You're not a wordsmith. You're a songwriter. Yeah, I do the chords and stuff. All right. <laughs> the chords and stuff. All right. All right. He Here right? we go. Reload. Give me fuel. Six. Wow. 17. 17. Oh, my. Clint, you're messing up the whole system. Come on. You guys are going to rate fuel that low? Seven. Seven. Obviously, Jeez. we're right on the same page, dude, dude. 30 is the total. I'm glad okay. you guys cheated and compared notes before right. I cheated. I went to iTunes before it disappeared, and I I, I sorted the, all the songs all right. by popularity. La 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 la. Ooh, Memory this is pretty remains. high for me. Pretty high as in low. No, <laughs> this is this is one of my favorites. Yeah, all right, too. what'd you get? Low score wins. I Ethan, two. Wow, holy shit! I, I love this song. Eight. Eight. Okay. 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 Deuces, right there, two dude. As well, yes. Give me five. Wow, I love this. Give me fuel. Give I me love five. this wonderful mutiny. Right. I think Paul is conspiring. That's a total to, of twelve. The I, lowest score yet. Lowest score yet. Memory remains. We both pick two. Yep. Paul is trying to be the next primary co-host <laughs> of the Knowledge Podcast. Dude, I don't that, have a. I didn't time, want to man. tell you, Clint, but we're phasing <laughs> you out. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Let's dance. 
Oh, Devil's Dance? Yep. Oh, I have this high. Uh, what you got? 19. Dude, got come it. on. That's not cool. Come on, me. I agree. What? That is not cool. Uh, I have nine. Nine, okay. I have ten. Me and Clint. Oh, what was all that talk about me trying to take over the podcast? It's me and Paul. You're page. out, Ethan. <laughs> Fuck you. That's Get a, out of your a, own that's house. A, that's a 38. 38. Dude, Devil's Dance, man. That's heavy. All right. One of the most iconic music videos of all time. Let me the Unforgiven take two. a gander at the load chart real quick. We only but, had one... I just set that song up and he railroaded it. We only had one number one this the whole first record. Yeah, that was Clint yeah. Boy. That was Clint, Clint Until It Sleeps. Until It Sleeps. Unforgiven 2, number one. Holy shit, that's you surprised f- me. That's my favorite song Unfor- of the two records. Okay. Really? You know how much I love the Unforgiven trilogy? I know, I know. You know. All right, Clint. But I thought, I thought you preferred Unforgiven 1, then 3, then 2. Right, but... There's only one but those are different two records, yeah. on these yeah, two yeah. records. Okay. So I have to, this is, I have to, this is my favorite Well, song. I'm very close with you, Ethan. I give Unforgiven 2 a 2. Paul? I... Paul? I, Paul? Paul? I gave it a 1. <gasps> oh! Unforgiven 2 is going to win this bitch. That's Unforgiven 2 of... gets a total of four. 4. Holy shit. Wow. Wow. It yeah. is the clear front runner. Uh, kinda, yeah. Paul, have you ever seen this before? This is unparalleled. No, well, we were all in agreement right there. Wow, that I song mean, kicks Clint, ass. Clint basically, off, is but, what we're saying. But that's yeah. fucking close, dude. All until right. it sleeps is my jam. I know. I, I totally get it. Wow, better this, than is right. a, this is better a than you. Coaster. Better than you. Oh, this Grammy sur- Award winning. I don't know if this will surprise you or not surprise you. I'm not sure. I put better than you at 18. Oh, dude. Nah, boo. Not even I, on the I, record. I, I boo that. Yeah, okay. I boo it, too. I gave it a 10. I'll take the booze. 10. Okay. What'd you give it, Paul? I'll half that. I gave it a 5. Five. Paul likes better than I you I love better than, better than two. Better than Grammys. What's the total? 33. Okay. Man, there's going to be a lot in the 30s that we're going to have to deal with. I am so glad I have a calculator right now, by the way. Okay. Slither. Oh, this was tough for me, man. Not for me. 22. Uh, I gave it 19. Oh, man. I actually put it on the record at 12. Go, go, go. Go, go, go. If you love it so much, why do you hate it? Well, I. Paul, that is that's how much I love Load and Reload. I had to give it a 19. All right, 53. <clears throat> All right. How are we doing at home, guys? Yeah. I hope everyone's playing along, by the okay. way. Carpe Diem Baby. Oh, one of my jams. Ooh. I think you'll enjoy my my choice. <sighs> yes, I gave it a twelve. It's on the record. Okay, it's on, on the my, record. On my wish list, it's it's there. It's on the record. Everyone Deep knows cut. how much I love this song. I gave it a seven. Seven. Okay. 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 I'm right there with you, dude. I gave it an eight. Hell Ooh. yeah, Paul! Does Come on, t- copy DM Paul. <laughs> <laughs> copy DM twenty seven. 27. That's going to that's gonna do well. All right. N- Nick Cave and the Bad Seed. Ooh. Bad Seed. Ooh. I gave it a bad spot at 24. 21. 17. We're all kind of in the same boat. That's a grand total of 62. It's one of uh, Tom Queed's favorite. Really? That one is? Reload song. Yeah, he loves Bad Seed. Tom. All right. Where the Wild Things Are. Ooh, okay. Don't you dare shit on this song, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um... All right, and? Listen, you covered Mama Said and shit on it. Well, I didn't shit on it. I just gave it a low ranking. 
I was in the twenties, right? Twenty six. Exactly. Well, actually, it was the last. <laughs> All right. What do you give where the wild things are? Better than Mama said. Twenty three. Oof. It's down there for me. Uh, mine made my record fourteen. Okay. Twenty one. Boo. Boo. I Total boo. of fifty eight. I, I, I boo and I jeer you. We've got right. four left, guys. All right. Yeah, hang on there. It gets really fun after this, people at home. Uh, Prince Charming. Let's oh, just blow through it. What'd you get? Not good for me Ethan? either. Might be surprised by me. 11. What? Oh, that's really weird. I love Prince Charming. That, that should really not weird. be on Unload, just no, I for agree. the record. I agree. You 23 should. for me. 24 for me. Yeah, Whoa. me and Paul are right. You're wrong. Total. Me and Paul are right. All right. Tied. Hey, listen, tied with uh, yeah. where wild things are. Low Man's Lyric. I gave it a rousing 17. 11. Middle of the road. Yeah, Made Clint's record. Great. I gave it a 22 because it sucks. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. It's not that so I'm just kidding. It's not unload worthy. There's <clears throat> better songs. 50. That is incendiary. That I was, know. I'm sorry. That was. It's because I'm kneeling and I'm ready to stand up. Attitude. All right. <sighs> I love Attitude. I, I love this song so much, but I had to give it a shitty rating. I gave it a decent rating. Yes. But it. Barely did not make the record. I give it 15. Oh, that's that's way more generous than me. I give it a 22. <laughs> okay. I give it a 26. Total of 63. Dude, now that I think about it, All Attitude right. is so fucking awesome. <laughs> I know. You want to change your answer <laughs> real quick? All hey, right. I'm sure Paul brought an eraser. Come yeah. on. All right. And lastly. Oh, here we are. The last track on Reload. Okay, you motherfuckers. Fixer. <laughs> Let's see it, Ethan. 16. That. Not terrible, not on my record. Listen, for for me, if I can, you know, diverge from what's happening right now, I with with Fixer and Outlaw's Horn, one of the two had to go. No, no, I in, reject. In that. my opinion, no. Paul's already f- filling I, out unload. I'm just trying to move ahead so we don't waste time. We can time. take a break and listen to the Hulkster and then come back and okay. unveil. Oh, everything. I would perfect. Well, hold on, let's get our well, ratings let's, on let's Fixer. All right, uh, S- Sixteen. So, for so me. you've. You've disappointed me, and you've let me down by rating Fixer 16. I gave it a five. A five. Because I'm a human being with a soul. Okay, I'm not. Paul? Uh, Are we going to be friends after this? No, it's lower than Oh, my God. 20. (gasps) Wow. That's a grand total of I hang my head in fucking shame. Let's take a break and hear from the Hulkster. We'll be right back to evaluate what all these analytics mean. Check out the pump, brother. Wanna not? What's up, dude? I was born, I was bred, I was southern fed. Got a crazy idea running through my head. California is a place that I had to be. Then a speech in the pit really set me free. Oh, yeah. All right, it's time to finally, once and for all, decide what is the track listing, or, or what made it to unload. Which, by the way, yeah. thank goodness we have Paul here. Okay. For real. These are just the 14 songs that have made unload based on our votes. This is it's, not the order. It's not the order. We can argue about that on tonight or another episode or whatever. These are just the high, from 1 to 14, the highest 14 ranking songs of the 27. Let's start with 14 and move our way up. Does okay. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. That sounds awesome. So coming in at number 14. Fixer. Fixer. 
Fixer made the album. Right. It's appropriate. It's the last song on Reload. All right. Love it. 13. Let's dance. Let's dance. Go, 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 of course, that go, is go, Ronnie. Go. Number 12. Devil's Dance. Coincidentally, the, the song that only appears on the Load album. Yeah, never appears not anywhere live. Else. Yep, never. Never played it live. The Outlaw Torn. Yep. It's a shame, really. Number 11. Better Than You. Grammy Award winning. Number 10. Bleeding Me. Number nine, give me fuel. Give Much me to Clint's dismay. Fire. Number eight, two by four. Number seven, Carpe Diem Baby. Number six, that ain't my bitch. Ain't my bitch. Amazing that it made it that far. Number five, that Hero of the Day, the only major chord uh, song in Metallica's True. entire major. catalog. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. A flat major, actually. Number four, here's, uh, your, here's your crown, King Nothing. King Nothing. Was Vegan Ethan coming up for a second? <laughs> well, you were talking about, you know, it's actually a flat. Uh... Number four, here's your crown, King Nothing. Number three, and the memory remains. Yes. <laughs> Was that James? Did James Hetfield just ja- James? deign to walk into <laughs> James? Our HQ1? James, Jimmy Jim. Jimmy Number Singer? two, Until It Sleeps. Mm. And number one, by a large margin. Large margin, yes. The Unforgiven 2. Mm, love it. Okay, a hand for that. Okay, so... Congrats to our voting <laughs> skills. Yeah. Here's the songs that didn't make the list. Okay, we're just going to blast through them. Anybody got a problem with Attitude? Low yes. Man's Lyric. No, I love it. Uh, Attitude, love it. Low Man's Lyric, love it. Yeah, we love all of them, dude. But they can't all be on the top 14. Prince Charming. That can go. Where the Wild Things Are. You guys fucked up. Bad seed. Oh, come on. Hang on. Back up. Where the Wild Things Are. What was the scores? I had 23. Dude, yeah. You no had, you no had one even put it on their top 14. I did. No, he did 14. hit 14. Uh, Clint I had did. 14. So Clint tried to get it in there. Just, just I didn't try to get it in there. I got it in there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bad seed. Slither. I know Slither. this is a point of contention. Uh, Paul, you give, it was in my top. 14. You give it a twelve. Yeah, yeah. I like the song. I know I'm into Slither too. Well, too bad. All right, Ronnie. There's no chance. <laughs> Universally, this, okay. This, in hell. This, this was the highest total. Can we meaning, all agree that Ronnie shouldn't be? I, I on think the I can speak 14. for the Metal Pure Podcast family. Ronnie is the most derided song in Load and Reload. It's it's real yeah. weird, right? Yeah. Where I would mean, Ronnie rank in Lulu? Number one. <laughs> Top of the heap. 100%. Okay. Ronnie is the best song on Lulu. Thorn Within. Oh, I ranked that really high for me. You yeah. got a 25, a 12, and a 26. Yeah, we kicked it out. Yeah, we did. Thorn Within's your least favorite song on Load and Reload. Yep. I don't over, get it. Well, but over he, Ronnie. Well, but here's the thing. I told you, once it gets past like 22, yeah. the last, you can put any of them in any order. They just don't belong I to am me. the Thorn Within. Okay. Uh, Mama said. record. I thought Mama Said should be on the record. So did Ethan. And see, here's where the ranking system kind of doesn't play in our favor is we all kind of somewhat it's in it's in that song is in the middle. Uh, so I'm we sorry. could argue I give it a ten. Well I give it a twenty. I mean I it almost the worst. In total. In total. Sure, in total, yes, of course. Okay. Moving on, wasting my hate. I give it a seven. <laughs> yeah, sorry, dude. I love that seven. song. That's love crazy. That song. Poor twisted me. 
Eh, 20, 20, 25. That's, That's pretty, pretty even. Yeah. Pretty even. Cure. Cure. I just, I'll give it a 16. That almost made you What do you think? The need to go. Hey, all right. Well, there you go. Also, Jason New says slap at a base and uh, the yeah. cure. He did slap, slap at the base. base. All right. And I think we'll have to talk about this one. House that Jack built. That's a little surprising. Uh, I, I did give it a 21. Here's my thing with House of Jack Built is I feel like the melody in House of Jack Built they also used in uh, Memory Remains and Slither. It's it's where I think they didn't quite edit themselves on these two albums. They could have made that that whole chorus section is awesome. It's, it is. It's great. It's the verse though. The da 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 na 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 na. That's in the other two songs. Anyway, are we cool with this? Final fourteen. I'm totally cool with it. Okay. I think on on a, maybe another episode we do a whole sequence episode. Okay. Because that will probably take a while. I will admit I'm not really good at sequencing. I tend to front load albums with my front favorite load. songs. Yeah. What's that record? Front, front load. <laughs> I tend to front unload. Yeah. Uh, it's up to you guys. We can sequence it now or sequence. You're not it good later. at sequencing. I'm really not. Okay. Well, let, let, let's save it. I think the fans would like a, another episode with Paul, of course. Canned applause. Hand applause for something. Let's just put some applause in. I don't think they look fondly upon this period. I don't. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because it's a great period. It's a great wealth of um, interpersonal, lyrical knowledge about yeah. James and his life. With Mama Said and Low Men's Lyric. Right. I think with the exception of, like, in my opinion, maybe two or three, four songs tops, I love all these songs. It's a, it's a great compilation of music. It got frowned upon when it came out, but, you know, even as uh, time has gone on, you, you see a lot of people on the forums or through our social media, people are either, you know, they've always loved it or they're coming around to it again through our podcast, they're coming around to it again. Our friend Jeff Fireball loves these records now and he used to hate them he used to hate the black album but this is you know yeah the older i'll go, we get, I'll you go like as far to say this dude say it if you took all these songs that we've circled that didn't make the top 14 mm-hmm. and you put a record out of just those songs It'd it right. would still be better than saint anger yes oh yeah. shots fired it's true yeah. sorry Tom. it would song wise i agree i think the thing that i've learned the most through this exercise is uh, most of these songs are pretty good agreed and listen, that's all I try to do when I write songs. Pretty good. Yeah. I'll take pretty good. I, when I say pretty good, I mean, most of these songs are really good. Right. I think it came out the way it was supposed to come out. Yep, agreed. You know? Yeah, and we love it. We love Load and Reload, and uh, we thank you for listening. And I think it's that time of night. We're all ready to go. Do the iTunes thing, because it's going to die in a day or two anyways. Go to the website, do all that fun stuff, and we're going to see you later, okay? Is that cool? Everyone ready to go? Yeah. I'm all cool right. with it. Clint. Peace. Adios. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you.
then I would say, delete that. <laughs> <laughs>